and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon, and I am joined today by my best pal, Angelica. Angelica, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm, I'm sick. Peek behind the curtain. It's the same. We do. We bank these. I'm so it's the same. I'm the same sick me. Yeah. Don't worry. I just don't want anyone to worry about me and think oh, yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. And ill been for an entire for like week. Weeks upon weeks. This is the same day the that same we day. recorded the last one. Fun. Anyway, <laughs> today we are going to talk about, uh, as we said last week, we're going to talk about special groups that, um, group projects, I guess, that aren't really subunits because right. they will incorporate members from different groups. Mm-hmm. We brought that up for a moment in our subunits episode, and now it's time to talk about those things. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, there aren't that many of them. Um, I think subunits are more popular, maybe because they're easier to organize since yeah. it's like the same label and the same group. Um, and these special projects, special groups, I don't really know what to call them. They don't really have a name the way that yeah. subunits do. Um, so I'll probably just go back and forth between special project and special group, but yeah. whatever. Um these groups uh, happen less frequently because they do usually involve um, members that are not only from different groups but also from different labels, different companies. Yeah, so which it's can not create just a like, lot of yeah legalese and blah blah blah. Yeah, I know that's like definitely currently a problem for YG because he did this crazy reality show like called Mix Nine where he was trying to put a group together but they're all from different companies mm-hmm. and so he was like I want to sign all of these kids to like two year contracts and half of the companies were like no yeah you can't have our kids for that long or whatever so it gets it makes it really complicated so more often than not the things we'll be talking about today are like one off special collaboration mm-hmm. stages or whatever yeah as and- opposed to the few groups who did actually debut as a new unit. Yeah. And I would say that these groups, like none of the groups that we're going to talk about today have officially disbanded. Um, but they also didn't really have like an official debut right. the way that like most do. None of them produced like full albums. Multiple albums yeah, or whatever. The only yeah. thing really is like, like they put out either – just a single or like a small EP that has at most five albums and they usually it's usually just a one-off. So let's get into it. Um, I guess I'll go in – if I go in chronological order, I have to talk about SM the Ballad first and I don't want to do that. Okay. So um, I'll go in slightly chronological order. Um so we'll start with Troublemaker. I was about to say, let's start with Troublemaker. We bring up Troublemaker all the time, so let's just go there. Okay, so Troublemaker debuted in 2011. It was they. This was actually both Cube artists, the company's mm-hmm. Cube. Um, it was Hyun Sung from Beast, formerly of Beast, I should say, because Beast because now they're called anymore. Highlight. Highlight, um, and Hyuna from Four Minute. Um, they initially started with, so they had a, a self-titled mini album and a single released in December of 2011. Um, and originally there, uh, when they started performing on music shows, so like, as, as we just mentioned, they will go through like a pretty typical 
releasing and promotion of the music. Like they'll do music video teasers and then they'll release the music video and then they go on to performances, right, on the music shows. Um, and the original choreography had to be changed after the first few music show performances because it was criticized for being too sexually suggestive. Yeah. And uh, But after they changed the choreography, they went on to win a Triple Crown M mm-hmm. Countdown. So it was a successful duo, a successful partnership. Their first song was called Troublemaker. Um, and they, like, you know, caused a stir um, because when they, quote, unquote, debuted with a teaser performance at the 2011 MAMA Awards, which are the MNET Asian Music Awards, um, and they, it wasn't a full performance of the song. It was just, like, a 30, 45-minute little thing uh, at the end end or beginning of a beast performance I don't remember it was just like a little piece um, and Hyanna and Hyunsung kissed on stage we've mentioned that before um, so that was a big deal and so that came out before they even released really? the music video mm-hmm. okay because you yeah. sent me I did watch that performance this morning that or that's a different that's one a different performance. oh they, so they were they were kissing at music shows yeah, all, yeah, yeah, all, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. time because okay. what I sent you this morning <laughs> was an actual performance of the song Right now, okay. This was a, a teaser performance for the song "Troublemaker," which came out 2011, the year "Troublemaker" came okay, out. Okay, okay, okay. So they they debuted with this award show teaser performance. Then they released the music video teasers and the little mini album called uh-huh. "Troublemaker." Then two years later, in 2013, they released an EP called "Chemistry," which featured the song "Now." That was their lead single off of it. It had a music video which was rated 19 and up um, because of explicit ref and suggested references to drugs, alcohol, and cigarette. Oh no, drugs and violence, sex. Alcohol and cigarettes is the reason. Oh, the, the hand reason. in the paper bag the is not in the paper part bag of it. Isn't a big deal. Wow. But the sex <laughs> and the cigarettes, nineteen and up. Okay. Um, so anyway, so their music video was like Bonnie and Clyde themed. We've talked about that music video before, um, but it had the highest Inkigayo score ever. Ever. It, it holds the record for the highest Inkigayo score ever of eleven thousand points. Wow. Which I think, if we, if I remember correctly from our music show episode like the points are kind of meaningless right. but anyway they it holds the record <laughs> and uh when they performed it at the mama awards in 2013 they had like a slightly racier on screen kiss or on stage kiss mm-hmm. um hyunsung is like shirtless in it he's yeah. wearing like a really weird he, he's wearing the, one of those um those bdsm um, harnesses, those harnesses underneath a long trench coat with no shirt underneath um and yeah, it's like a, it's a silly performance with a lot of fake guns and drama. Yeah, uh, and then a kiss, and then he gets sniped from yeah, up high and then in the he audience. Gets sniped, and that's how it ends. <laughs> he gets shot by a member of Beast, and then Beast comes out <laughs> oh, and is like rude, ready, ready to go. Um, wow, I think is how that performance goes down. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's a it's a it, that video is a treat because you get to see Big Bang and EXO be like shook. Uh, yeah. by the kiss which is fun G-Dragon looks really bored until they kiss and then he's like do it they cut to top at one point and he has absolutely no expression <laughs> on his face like none and then like they cut to G-Dragon and he's like clap he's like dancing yeah. he likes it and then they cut to like the XO babies and Chanyeol's like so scandalized know, his, in his like, little face. His hand is over his mouth and he's like turning to Chris like did you see that and Chris is like no I'm not paying attention <laughs> uh, anyway so that's Troublemaker 
They came out in 2011. Um, after that, let me see. Yes. Okay, so after that is Two Heart. They came out in 2014, and this is a duo that featured Woo Hyun from Infinite um, and Ki from Shiny. How did they spell Two Heart? I don't remember. T-O. T-O. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not the number, and it's not like T-O-O. It's okay. just Two Heart. Two Heart. Yeah. Like, take it to heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is the first collaboration that has um, two different companies involved, right? Mm-hmm. So Infinite is from Woolim Entertainment and Shiny is from SM. And Woohyun and Ki, actually, this collaboration came out of, from themselves. Like, they were just friends and they decided to um, create this unit. But originally, the unit, they didn't plan on being a singing duo. They just wanted to, like, be in a photo shoot together. Like, oh. he just wanted to, like, dress up with his like, friend. Let's and take, take best pictures. friend pictures. Yeah. Like, when you go to Click, like, we used to, in middle school, there was a place at the mall called Clicks. And <laughs> they had those stupid airbrushed backgrounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. You buy the same shirt with your friends and go, like, get some wallets. Yeah. Size pictures of you like uh-huh. leaning, uh, leaning so that's on your what hands. he wanted but he's a professional idol so he was like <laughs> we can get a real photographer to take yeah. these and they'll be legit and we'll just call ourselves to heart um and then it ended up being uh like a little singing duo a singing duo excuse me uh they released a mini album called delicious uh in march of 2014 and it peaked at number one the single off of that album Peaked at number nine, um, and they performed it once, I think, or maybe twice. Um, they did an, a Coex Artrium showcase, like we talked about last week. They didn't have a full concert because they didn't have like enough content. Instead, they did a little showcase, mm-hmm. and that showcase was actually hosted by Mino and Songyu of Shiny and Infinite, respectively. So they got two of their members to like help them out and do this little showcase. Um, and then they also performed, or wait, I wrote down Tell Me Why in April of 2014, but I didn't write down what that was, so... Hold on. Will you look that up? Mm-hmm. Two Heart, Tell Me Why. Uh-huh. Yeah, 20, 2014 from, mm-hmm. from the first mini album. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so they came out with their first mini album in March of 2014 and then, like, performed it at this little showcase, and then they came out with the music video for Tell Me Why. So I guess it was, like, a secondary a follow-up. Okay, so they did Delicious, and then they did Tell Me Tell Why. Me why. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that's really all they ever did. But they're still best friends, I think. Yeah, they're still friends. <laughs> and they, uh, I guess, could get together and do it again. I think it was probably just like a – if I had to guess, I would say that he just like had time on his hands and was bored and was like, come play with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, so they did. Um, and they'll live forever in infamy. <laughs> um, next, next, we're going to do Triple T. I'm going to say both of the triples. Okay. Um, 2016 – this is a uh, a collaboration between SM and JYP. It had uh, Girls' Generation Hyoyin, Miss A's Min, and 2AM's Joe Kwan. Um, and they released just a single called Born to be Wild. It was a music video that had um, – that has JYP doing like a really cheesy like embarrassing dad intro. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the song – it's kind of silly. I like didn't really love it. It's I remember wanting to love this very much because I like love Joe Kwan and I like think he's a star mm-hmm. and like he's wearing like a pink furry jacket in the music video yeah. or whatever. And I like wanted to like it so much, but I feel like the song wasn't great. It was yeah, it was just okay. Um and then they they did like a debut stage on M Countdown, but um that's pretty much it. They just did the one song. 
Um, it, this was actually, and I'm going to get into this a little bit later, is was um, technically an SM station song. Okay. Um, so I'll get into that in a minute. But it counts as a group because they because actually Because they actually took the time themselves. to make a name yeah. and be like, we're Triple T. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, another group that called themselves Triple Something was Triple H. Triple H. Mm-hmm. Triple H came out in 2017 and is like now Shannon's like number one My favorite thing babies. to ever exist. <laughs> Maybe because it has Hyanna, her My queen. Queen and Hui and Edon from Pentagon. From Pentagon. Yeah. <laughs> so they actually, um, they actually released an EP, like a little mini album, which is called 1990X, and it features the song 365 Fresh, which was the lead single off of it. There's a music video that goes with 365 Fresh. Um, like I said, that came out in 2017. Um, but they actually announced, so their EP came out in May and they announced their group, uh, in April with a reality show called Triple H Fun Agency, which is on YouTube channel mm-hmm. if you want to look that up. I know. Um, and in that reality show, you can see that Hyanna's chosen to be the leader of Triple H purely because she wins rock, paper, scissors. Oh, so well, there you go. Yeah. Even though I'm, I, she is like the senior member of the group. Uh, that's why she's the leader. So yeah, but they've uh, they are technically, like I said, all these groups. None of these groups are technically disbanded, but um, they that's all they've done so far. I remember there was controversy when this music video came out, though, um, for being too like like all things that Hyuna gets involved in for being too sexy and make people mad. Yeah, because this one involves well, music video trope number one, like unnecessary violence and teen delinquency. Uh huh. She's, like, in an abusive relationship and then basically, like, seduces the two members of Pentagon to help her, like, kill Murder her boyfriend. Her well, abuse. she kills She him. kills the abusive and boyfriend. And then it's like, uh-oh, we got to clean this up. Yeah, and then, like, recruits these two Pentagons to help her clean it up. Yeah. And then at the end is in bed with them yeah, both. They're and they're all, all shirtless. Yep, in, like, a nice little little triangle. And that's how it ends. And that's how it ends. <laughs> but Three, the song, six, five, so, so fresh. The song is really, really fun. It's, like, Bruno Marsy and whatever. And I do it, the music. It's one of those times where like the music video is so dark uh-huh. and the song is so fun. That the music just kind video, of like, I why? think, doesn't do the song justice because when I watched the music video when it came out, I like didn't really like it. And then two days ago or whatever, I watched what I'd never seen before. They have a choreography video for mm-hmm. it, and that's and the choreography is really fun. And like Edon looks so much like Hyuna. It's crazy mm-hmm. like the more that i've watched of pentagon like he looks like yana yeah they have the same face yeah especially right now in shine promotions with they've his, been putting his fre- the freckles on that uh-huh. she had last year and he and has they that look the like same. washed out blonde hair they look the they same. look the same yeah i texted shannon as i was watching uh the 365 fresh choreography video like yana must have took taken one look at edon and just said him give him to me <laughs> Yeah, and like I need to do something with him, um, and they did, and it's great. They're both, they're both, all three of them are phenomenal. I really like Triple H. Yeah, I hope they do something else someday. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, that only came out last year, so yeah. who knows? Especially now that Pentagon is like getting, I think, a little bit bigger. Like maybe mm-hmm. we'll see more from them. That would be cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's that's that. Is Pen- what what company is Pentagon? Cube. They're all oh, they are cubes. Cubes. They are Cube. Okay. Um, so that one, like Troublemaker, is is the same company. Yeah. Um, so now I'm going to get into SM the Ballad. Okay. Um, 
I don't know anything about this. I know about SM The Performance, Uh which was like a weird award show thing one year that had all the like boy dancers of SM doing like an intense dance I will talk about that in a minute because (laughs) that falls sort of under like company collaborations as opposed to like these groups or like special subunits, whatever we want to call these guys. But I'm shamed that I don't, I don't know anything about. I didn't know anything about SM the ballot either until you gave me this homework. Um, So, (laughs) so don't feel bad. Uh, SM the ballot. I just want to start by saying is uh, it's in all caps y'all. So Mm. take it seriously. We're not fucking around. (laughs) It's SM the ballot. ballot. Um, Anyway, SM the ballot is basically, like uh, it is I guess co- technically considered to be like a group but so SM the ballot and I just want to um, make sure that I'm getting this correct because SM the ballot is not the same thing as SM station which I'm going to talk yes. about in a minute SM so. the ballot is like actually supposed to be a group it has two iterations the first was in 2010 um, and it they 2010 is their official debut, and they released a mini album called Miss You, which had a lead single of the same name. But the lead single, which is called Miss You Now, was originally titled When It Began, and it was originally recorded as a shiny duet between Onu and Zhang Yun with a rap from Mino. But uh, they SM decided that it didn't fit the image that Shiny had in their 2008 replay album. So they they decided to take it off of that album. I saw a thing like just on this topic when Key was on Boa's show recently. He like straight up said that like Shiny was supposed to be a rap group like because they all sucked so hard when they were like that's how Key described it. Like we all sucked so they what? like wanted us to be like a rap group because they were like, Ugh, these kids can't sing. Like, what do we do? <laughs> what? How could you tell Sean Young that he can't sing? I mean, I don't know, but like that's what he was saying is that like wow that the, the original concept for Shiny was like very different, and that at like the last minute, like Lisa Man was like, no, I think this replay song is it, mm. and they like worked them to death to be able to like do that well, and then the Shiny as we know it like. Was came born. to be like how sad would it have been if they like if they had been a rap group I know that would have been horrible they de- I don't think they would have been as successful I don't there's think so no either. way um, also I don't trust these two men to put on a, a rap group no. uh, but that I think is another story uh, so anyway so this song ended up becoming um, the lead single they retitled it Miss You and they formed a group for this song which was. Still had John Young, but it also had JYJ's Junsu and Super Junior's Kyo Hyun. Was uh, it, were they JYJ yet, or was he still, or is that, is this pre TVXQ breaking up? Oh no, wait! I'm sorry, I already have this answer. It's in my notes. Um, it was when he was still in TVXQ because okay. so they are, so they re, they decided it wasn't for Shiny. Right. They rename it when it began. Excuse me. They rename the song "Miss You," and they decide to record it with John Young. TVXQ's Junsu mm-hmm. and Super Junior's Kyohyun. Okay. And then Junsu left SM. Oh, right. Before they released the song. Okay, okay. So they re recorded it again, this time with uh, adding in. So now it has Jean Young of Shiny, Kyohyun of Super Junior, mm-hmm. J Kim of Tracks. Tracks! And this is your special treat. Oh, boy. It also had SM Trainee, Jinho. 
from Pentagon. I knew this. That's okay. There we go. I like knew that, but I didn't know it because Mm -hmm. in my sick, horrible haze, and you've been so sweet, and Angelica did all the work for these last two episodes, and I want her to get all the credit because I've been dying. (laughs) And I knew I had read, like, when I had been falling, in my Pentagon falling, like, I had seen, like, oh, Gino was in SM The Ballad, Mm -hmm. and then I was like, what's SM The Ballad? And I just remembered it to, like, ask you to be like, look up, what is SM The Ballad? Yeah. Okay. So apparently, two of the members of Pentagon used to be SM trainees, Mm -hmm. um, and this is a song that Gene Ho participated in pre-debut. He never debuted with SM. After he did this song, he he chose to leave SM and like went on to Cube. But anyway. So that was the first iteration. The final version, after many different changes, was like I said, Jung Hyun, Jun Su. No, excuse me, Jung Hyun, <laughs> Kyo Hyun, Jake Kim, and Jin Ho. Then they, that was the only thing they did. They released that mini album, and then in 2014, they created a completely different group to release a an album called Breath. Um, and this album had Changmin from TVXQ. Mm-hmm. Still had Jong Yoon, he's the only original member. It had uh, Super Junior's Yesung, Super Junior M's Su Mi, Soloist Zhang, Zhang Liin, Taeon from Girls Generation, Crystal from FX, Chen from EXO, uh, and that's it. Because I that eight Jung-yun. people. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes. Oh my god! So they went from like four uh-huh. four boys to then an eight mixed. Yes. Okay. But this album is not just like – it's a full album. It has like 10 songs on it. It's like 30, 40 minutes long. Um, but the uh, full album does not have like every single song is sung by all eight members. What I think this really is or really was – is SM taking a look at all these extra songs that they had because SM has just like every company they just have like a team of writers yeah, it's and just composers, like a factory right? and things are right. just constantly so they just being... like create songs and sometimes the songs are created for specific groups in mind and sometimes they get produced by those groups and sometimes they don't. So I think what SM did was they just looked around and they looked at all these ballads that didn't have a place in anyone else's album Mm -hmm. and they said let's find our eight best singers and make them do these and so the sm the ballad breath album that came out in 2014 like the first song is like just taeon and then there's one with like just her and john young and there's one with just changmin and there's one with just chen and crystal like it's different it's little different collaborations and duets and trios and then maybe one or two of the songs has like all eight of them um but it's really just sort of like a hodgepodge it's Gorgeous! It's so pretty because, like I said, no. Everyone like you mentioned are very the, good singers. Yeah, they're like the eight best singers in EXO. I mean, excuse me, in, in SM. SM. And uh, the album is is beautiful. I would strongly suggest only listening to it if you have a moment to like be in your feelings. <laughs> um, personally, because listening to Jean Young sing like makes me <laughs> feel a lot of things, mm-hmm. but also just because like. They're all ballads. Yeah. They're beautiful, sad songs. They're supposed to stir your emotions. Yeah. Um, this album included uh, Korean, Japanese, and Chinese songs. So it actually wow. has three different languages in it. They were and just throwing a lot at the yeah. wall, huh? It's really just like, here's all of the random shit that we couldn't put anywhere else. Let's put it all together on one album. And they released three music videos for it. Uh, one f- called Hot Times, one for Breath, and one for Miss You. Uh, and honestly, they're all boring. 
<laughs> they're all boring music videos because they're all for ballads. So like they're not exciting. No one's no one's dancing or singing. Um, but yeah, that's that. Wow. SM the ballad. That's exciting. The only other things I have, because these are not official groups, would mm-hmm. be SM Station. Mm-hmm. You can explain the concept of that real quick. And then I've got um, four intercompany collaborations that were like one time. Okay. Um, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about SM Station for a little bit. Okay. Um, so SM Station is a concept, really. It's not a group, and it's not an album. You can buy them as full albums, um, but it is basically something that Lee Suman announced in February of 2013. Um, it is part of – it is a digital music project that is part of the larger neo-culture technology project, which is our NCT. Ah, right? Yes. The purpose of SM Station, according to Lee Suman, is to showcase SM artists and producers as well as offer opportunity for collaborations with artists from other labels. Um, and the, the goal of SM Station was to release a one digital single every Friday, which they've done um, since they came out in February of 2016. The first season, they call them seasons, so like the first season of SM Station released one song every week for a total of 52 songs. And the second season, uh, released a little bit more than that because they have 56 songs. So there's a lot of content here. And it's honestly really cool. Like, it's kind of a neat idea because it does feature a lot of different collaborations. Like, the very first song they released was called Rain, and it was a, it was just by Taeon. Um, but it has, like, it... SM Station includes everyone. Like, some of them are full groups, like Red Velvet will do one, or, um, like, all of EXO, um... Or there'll be little collaborations like Just Luna and Amber, the song we mentioned the other day, a couple episodes ago, Lower, yeah. is a colla- is an SM Station song. Um, Lay's monodrama is That's a, what I was oh. literally oh. just going to say. You took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to ask you if you knew that monodrama <laughs> was technically an SM Station song. Um, it is. Yeah. Wow. So monodrama is an SM Station song. Triple T, which we mentioned, uh, the one with 2AM, Miss A, and Girls' Generation, that was technically an SM Station song. I brought up um, All Mine two weeks ago when we were talking about FX. That was a station. Mm-hmm. They have, like, um, a co- there's a song that's just by Joy and Sulgi, one that's just by Boa and Benzino, Eric Nam and Wendy. They have a whole lot of different collaborations. Um, and they've done pretty well. Like, they have a pretty consistent uh, level of chart success. Like the very first song they released, Rain by Taeon, that went to number one on the Gone chart. It won first at Inkigayo. It even got a Golden Disc Award. Um, And then they have other songs that have made it into the top ten that are um, SM Station songs are Spring Love by Wendy and Eric Nam, Mm -hmm. The Day, which is by Baekhyun and K-Will, Sweet Dream, which is by Heechul and Min Kyung Hoon. Heechul's from Super Junior. Min Kwon Kyung Hoon is a solo artist. No Matter What is by Boa and Benzino. Dancing King has EXO and uh, variety show host. Uh, what's his name? Thank you. And then lastly, uh, Always in My Heart, which is by Joy from Red Velvet and Solong from 2AM. Yeah. So all of those have made it are SM Station songs that have made it into the the top ten. Wow. On the Gone chart. Yeah, it's just like a really cool thing, like just for there to be mm-hmm. like extra 
collaborated. Like, yeah, it's just a, it's, it's like an ambitious project. And I like, I think it's really cool that they have managed to put a song out every week. Cause I feel like I remember when they announced it, people were kind of skeptical. Yeah, I, I agree. It is impressive to me that they've been able to release a song every week. And I think it's a, I agree that it's a cool idea because it does allow for like some of your favorite people that otherwise would have no reason to collaborate to put out these, these fun songs. And I think a lot of the songs tend to be, um, more ballady. Mm-hmm. I would say that like in general, a lot of the SM station songs are like almost like cafe music. It's like mm-hmm. a lot more laid back. Um, but I mean, Dancing King and Triple T, those are like partier songs. Yeah. So, um, they do, they do a variety, but I would say as a whole, on average, they're like chiller. Music. I feel like cafe music is just like really important in South Korean culture. Like in general, like there are so many coffee shops in Seoul. Like you can't believe how many coffee shops there are and people sit in them all day and they play. Like, they play this nice music. Like, I remember when I was there, there's this there's this group, uh, I don't know. No, I shouldn't bring it up because I don't even know how to say their name. <laughs> that the, the one Por, whose English title is, like, puberty? Pargan or whatever. Yeah, their English name is, like, Blushing Puberty or something Which is stupid disgusting. like that. But it's just, like, these two girls, so and they gross. have, like, little voices, and they sing just, like, nice, like, chocolate chocolate like they just sing nice like nice cafe music and yeah, i yeah, heard yeah. it everywhere like everywhere i went i could not escape these girls because they was playing in every like because yeah all those coffee shops gotta have music playing like all day long so that's like what so, like, SM station yeah i think is. sm station is like filling that yeah. filling that void like to make sure there's always something to play in the coffee shop yep. at all times um so lastly i just want to bring up in this uh because i don't know where else or when else we would bring this up mm-hmm. uh would be collaborations that are between the big three Okay. So these are YG, SM, and JYP collaborations. And like all three at all the time or just like different combos? Different combos. Okay. Um, different combos of the, of the three. I actually don't know if – oh, no. There's only one that includes all three oh, companies. Oh, boy. I can't wait. Um, okay. So I'll, I'll list these in chronological order. The first is uh, Wonder Girls and Big Bang, which collaborated multiple times in the years 2007 and 2008. So many times, in fact, that their fans started calling them Wonder Bang. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Which is no. awful and hilarious, but um basically they really only collab they didn't like release singles that you could purchase. They didn't come up with new music. They performed at music shows and award shows. That was their collab. They did mm-hmm. collaboration stages. Um let's see, the first one was, I believe, a music bank um, where they did Tell Me Why and Lie, and they performed twice. Actually, they did the same performance on two different, like, episodes oh, okay. of Music Bank. Um, and then they also did uh, – they did – oh, they did so many crazy things. <laughs> so they did uh, – at the NBC 2007 Music Festival, they did a weird version of Grease. <laughs> Yeah, I watched this this morning. It's horrible. It's so bad. It just seems woefully unrehearsed. I don't understand its purpose. I don't know. I don't know. Because but, it's just like the t- the two groups, they start out and they sing like this very like high school, the crappy high school yeah. theater production version of Tell Me More. Summer Nights. Tell me, yeah, yeah. that's 
what that song is called. And then they get up because they're like sitting on these like steps and singing to each other. And then they get up and like and G have, like, Dragon a, does like they have like a dance, dance off, battle. But it's also turns, the dance doesn't look rehearsed either. It looks like they're making it up on the spot. <laughs> and then. And G-Dragon definitely wins the dance battle. Like, whichever one of the Wonder Girls comes out and challenges him, like, doesn't do a very impressive dance. And then they break into a swing dance for the rest of the performance. And the performance is, like, five minutes long. And most of it is just the two groups partnered up dancing to swing music, which isn't the right decade for Greece. Right. Yeah, it's really, really baffling. But it's fun to watch because I feel like four of it, like most of the time, if you were looking at like old K-pop, like from 2007, sometimes the video quality is really awful. I was surprised at like how crystal, like how clear. I mean, it's not perfect. It's not perfect, but compared to some stuff, like the video quality of this Grease performance is not bad yeah, for twenty for 2007. And it's really fun to see uh, G-Dragon and the rest of Big Bang with like black hair and bowl cuts like regular boys. Yeah, they and look like, like regular people. You? It's so weird. It's so weird. They don't weird. even it's, have makeup on. Like, they Big look Bang like, like you've never seen yeah. them before. <laughs> Just it's looking like regular guys. Dated as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy so anyway so that was one thing they did um another super ridiculous thing that they did was for an award show um called sbs gaio dejun um which is sort of like their end of the year music there are awards. a lot there are a lot of end of the year like music awards mm-hmm. slash like performances shows like every channel does one yeah so a lot of the things that i'm guessing you're about to talk about will have been from Gaio shows because, like, that's Mm -hmm. where this nonsense goes down. Yes, and this particular bit of nonsense was a (laughs) multiple-episode, like, mini-drama series. It was, like, a VCR that was played at the award show. It was not a live performance. It was, like, a TV show. Okay. It's – I don't even know what it's called because it was on YouTube, fully subbed, and then the the link I clicked on was blocked on copyright reasons. Um, So I don't know if it still exists. But it was a mini – it's called a mini music drama. I don't know what it's about. But the sound – the – Guests, right? It had Wonder Girl and Big Bang, all of the members of them. It also featured Dynamic Duo and Haha. Ha. And then the soundtrack to this mini music drama had 18 songs Whoa. from Big Bang and Wonder Girls, as well as Super Junior, Girls Generation, FT Island, and Beck Ji Young, wow. the trot singer. So, and that's not all. Like, it also had, like, dynamic duo and, like, there are artists in those 18 songs I didn't mention. Like, it was a big fucking deal that involved a lot of people. And it was, like, a mini drama that was only ever shown once at this award show. Like, I don't know why. I don't understand why it exists, but it does. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the, the that I feel like I mean I don't I don't want to bring this up too early before you get through your list, but I feel like this whole list is just going to make me like really nostalgic for like a time gone by in K-pop, like when crazy shit like this was happening all the time, and they just like don't do it any like groups yeah. don't mix up to like make dumb things anymore like they like they used to <laughs> totally like the last thing I'm going to say about Wonder Bang. <laughs> 
Which, if you put into YouTube, will come up all of the things. Great. That, like, that works. Great. Wonderbang is real. <laughs> it's the real name that they really used <laughs> for this collaboration. Um, the last one is another award show. It was the, the NBC end of award sh- uh, end of the year award show in 2008. It was a special joint stage. The whole thing is like eight minutes long. And each member is partnered up. So Taeyang and Sunyi. They perform – so it's like a medley. Okay. Right? So eat, they have five duets and then two performances at the end. So um, – How long? Is this like 20 minutes long? No, I'm telling you it's only like eight minutes long. Wow. They do like a quick like oh, okay. verse from <laughs> okay, each okay. song and then they move on. So Taeyong and Sunyi open it singing Wonder Girls, Irony. Then it goes to Songri and Yubin and they sing Big Bang's Lies. Then G Dragon and Sohi sing Wonder Girls Tell Me. Dae Song and Yoon sing Big Bang's Haru Haru. And then Top and Sunmi do Wonder Girls Nobody. And then all of Big Bang gets together to perform Wonder Girls So Hot. And all of Wonder Girls get together to do Big Bang's Last Farewell. So they like partner up to take turns doing each other's songs. And then they do like they all get together to do the other group's songs. But it's like a medley. It's not mm-hmm. the full song of any of these, but it's not good. <laughs> it's, it's really a little hard to watch. It's, again, very dated. Doesn't feel fully rehearsed. And, like, the stages, it looks very cheap. Like, mm-hmm. very, very cheap. Um, but if you if those are your groups and you're gonna love them no matter what, then I I highly recommend yeah, check it out. diving into the history of Big Bang and Wonder, Wonder Girls for Wonder Bang. Um, wow! So that's my first one, my first collaboration between the big three, Wonder Bang. I'm already exhausted. <laughs> What's next? It's gonna get worse. I know. I it's know. It's gonna get worse before it gets better. Uh, um, next is the Cabby song. Oh my god! Which she made me from, watch this before we rehearsed. I mean, before we recorded. I like. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's so oh my terrible. God. This is a. T- I'm crying. I'm. I'm sorry. My <laughs> tears are literally leaving my eyes. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Kabi song is from 2010, and it is a collaboration between SM's Girls' Generation and JYP's 2 PM. This is a commercial. This mm-hmm. is a song that was produced to promote Carib- Caribbean Bay Water Park. Mm-hmm. 2 p.m. was their spokespeople for like quite a few years. Yes. So the song itself, which is not a good song, Mm-mm. was sung by 2 p.m.'s Junsu, Junho, Wu Young, and Taekyun. And Girls' Generation's Taeyeon, uh, Jessica, Tiffany, Sohyun, and Yuri. But the music video, which is four and a half minutes of a high school musical Baywatch, mm-hmm. features 2 p.m.'s Chansung, Nikun, and Taekyun, mm-hmm. and Girls' Generation's Sohyun, Yuna, and Yuri. So the people who are featured in the music video Aren't are the ones not are necessarily it. the ones that are singing it, but they're the ones getting unnecessarily sexualized very quickly mm-hmm. in this commercial, in which they basically like play lifeguards that go to like a boot camp like at this water training. park. Yeah. 
they're just training to be to be lifeguards and then like flirting and falling in love because they're like not wearing clothes at all. Uh huh. And it's just bodies. Yeah. Bodies, bodies everywhere. And it <laughs> feels so like very, oily. very excessive. <laughs> and the, yeah. And it's just like them stretching in like five butts in a row and like girls and boys. They're all equally objectified. Uh-huh. Maybe the boys more so because they're actually like they're naked or but um but anyway like Tekyun and who is it? Is it Sohyun? No, it's um Yuna. Yuna. Yeah, they have like a they have they literally have a plot. Like they have a plot line in this four and a half minutes. But minute also commercial. not because like no one talk like there's no No words. one talks. So it's like they just keep like, oh, Nick Coon's like oiling somebody and then like they sh- they cut over a shoulder and like Tekyun's like it's like look mad. And then they like cut to Yuna and she Oh, she's like rubbing. She has like a tear in her eye or something. Like I don't know. There's just like drama, but like not really. And then it and ends they're just the running party. upstairs and like spraying. And then yeah, then all of two p.m. and all of Girls Generation are at this party, and they're all dressed really incorrect. Like some of the girls are wearing like black shiny stuff and like you know long dangly like club earrings. But then like um, Sujung is dressed like she's going to a rodeo. She has like a tied. <laughs> gingham like shirt and like denim shorts and doesn't match with the rest of the group like at all it's very weird yeah and then they do like a really dumb cheesy choreographed dance it's it literally reads like high school musical Mm -hmm. the baywatch version um and it's truly awful yeah if you really um, terrible spend four and a half minutes of your life checking that out yeah i mean at the very least it's they're all they all look real good yeah (laughs) No, but the song that. I will warn you is annoying and it will get stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. So wa- watch at your own risk. <laughs> anyway, that takes us up to uh, 2016. So that was in 2010, and then since then, the only thing that those the big three did was Triple T in 2016, mm-hmm. and then this uh, in January of 2016, JYP's uh, Susie from Miss A and Beckyun from XO SM. Uh, released a song called Dream, which is like a jazzy R&B song. It's um, just a nice little duet. Yeah, just a nice little little duet. Um, it, they had two teasers and a music video, a digital and a physical release. Um, it actually did really well. It sold, it, it sold 1.3 million copies. It went to number one on the Gone chart, and it also won a Melon Award, a Mama Award, and a Golden Disc. Um, and this was a song that I found interesting – um, in only because it was not originally the idea of one of the big three. It wasn't. It didn't come from SM or JYP. It actually came from the composer of the song himself, um, which I realize now I, I didn't even write down his name. But he came from a company called Mystic Entertainment, and he wrote this song and then personally reached out to Susie and Beckyon because he wanted their voices on it. Oh. And so it took like two years to actually come together and release because um, the composer said it took um, about a year to get the the two artists to sign on to it. Wow. Um, good song, though. I like it. It's it's nice. It's it's just like a pleasant cafe song. It easily could have fit onto SM Station. I thought it was an SM Station song at first, especially because the music video looks almost exactly the same as the music video for uh, Bye Babe. The that Chen SM one, song. yeah. Yeah, with ten, ten centimeters just like in stools. Chen. Yeah, they're just sitting like sitting on stools, on stools in like a room with windows and there's like a band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all it is. 
Um, but the song is pretty. And then the last one that I'll mention is uh, was also an award show performance. Um, it came from the SBS Gael Dejun End of the Year K-pop Awards, December 2016. It was a special stage with uh, Ten Centimeter, a solo artist mm-hmm. I just mentioned, as well as uh, Rose from Blackpink, Ji Ji Hyo Ji Hyo from Twice. Ji-hyo? Jihyo from Twice and Chanyeol from EXO. Um, they do so. Rose and Chanyeol play the guitar. Both play guitar in this performance, and they have like a little band of like horns and strings behind them. And it's pretty much just the four of them. And they do an acoustic medley of first whistle, then TT, and then monster. Um, and it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I mean. An acoustic whistle. I think the most disappointing thing about this performance is that they, with the exception of Monster, like I personally, I'm biased, I will Mm -hmm. say, but like I really like the version of Monster that they do only because I feel like, not only because, I like it because it's John (laughs) Yule. Just singing real low and he's being real hot and I love it. Um, And I had to like take my glasses off after I watched it, but (laughs) to give myself a moment. Um, But I think they really missed an opportunity in creating new versions of these songs because they could have done like a rearrangement. Yeah. It's like it could have been like a rearrangement or a mashup or they could have all three of them could have been singing and doing some kinds of harmonies. Harmonies at least. Anything. Like, the most they the do. the one that has a harmony between Chanyeol and 10 centimeter. The most that they do is they sort of change the tempo of TT for like a second. They mm-hmm. try to put it in like a jazzy time stamp, but like not enough. They don't go far enough with TT's it. TT's almost exactly the same. And Whistle is like slowed down and acoustic, which I have to say is just stupid like (laughs) an acoustic version of whistle that isn't rearranged from the original composition sounds dumb yeah like poor rose has to be sitting there over an acoustic guitar saying whistle like a missile bomb bomb and it's it's just embarrassing it's honestly embarrassing um but i love it when john does his little monster version i know i really do. do Um, so yeah, that's, that's it. That's all I got. Wow. Well, that's super cool. I'm sure there are plenty of things that we like did not talk about and we could probably come back to this like another day, but well, you, I mean, you collabos are weird. Award show collaborations. Oh, I was just like thinking of really random stuff like that are really silly. And again, like an, uh, an era gone by that like we don't get anymore, but like, um, the year that I think it was the year that EXO debuted, um, I and I don't know what it was for, but um, three of the girls from Girls Generation did in short wedding dresses. Um, did Bruno Mars? Is that song called "Marry You"? Yeah, they did that song with like three of the EXO boys like dancing around them like as the grooms, and it's so embarrassing and like it's just so embarrassing. There's a lot of old girls generation exo collaboration stages because there's one that has all of them and they do um they're doing like a they are doing a western song but it's not bruno mars i can't remember what it is it's it's a party song maybe it's like a black eyed peas song or like an lmfao Mm -hmm. and it's utterly embarrassing yeah, 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 yeah. There's, I'm trying to, I gotta figure out which one it is. There's an FX shiny one that is ridiculous. <laughs> um, 
Oh, it was like a bunch of people. It was FX and Shiny and BAP and Secret. Mm. They did. Oh, it was Versus. It was Shiny and FX versus Secret and BAP. And they sing this like... Was it, was that actually a shiny song that my first kiss went a little like this and twist? Like, whose song is that? But shiny's like an, done it in concert. Is it, that's not like an old, like, I don't, Western you know song? what? I honestly don't know. Like, uh, ooh, Mickey, you're so fine. My first kiss went a little like this. I yeah, think it's, I, I, that's what I thought it was. I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. But um, if you know, listener, let us let us know. They do. Yeah, they do like that song. And then they end with them doing like um, moves like Jagger. I got the moves like Jagger. I got the moves mm. like Jagger. And it's so awkward. And so then like and then like BAP and Secret do like lose my breath. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. Just these crazy, like, collabo stages that are all, like, none of them have had, like, I feel like post-2013, this stuff does not happen anymore. The closest that I can think of is that um, at Gaios, they do tend to do a rookies stage Mm -hmm. where they will take the boy groups and the girl groups that debuted that year, and they usually do do a Western song. The last one I remember watching was um, when Got7 and Red Velvet were rookies. They they did moves like Jagger. Because <laughs> I guess that was like the song to do the at song. the time. Yeah. But like, yeah, these just these weird think- little collabos where you take, where you like mix boy groups and girl groups and they sing some kind of like Western song or an old song that like isn't theirs. Mm-hmm. Or um, I think, yeah, I, I was going to say, um, I think what happens more often nowadays is not necessarily a collaboration stage, but almost like a tribute stage where a group will at an award show um, perform a song of another group. Right. Like Seventeen does uh Mama Moo's Dickle Kamani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama, mama, whatever That's that totally is. an end of the year thing mm-hmm. of like switch ups or whatever. But like when group, like groups doing things together. Doesn't happen as often. I also part. think like, again, we could probably bring this up like another time when we're just specifically talking about like K-pop's role in advertising. But like that crazy Caribbean Bay one, there are a lot of weird commercials yeah, yeah, that yeah. are groups teamed up to do totally. commercials. Totally. Like um a couple weeks ago when we got the Cosmic Girls as our random group, they had done oh, yeah. something with Monster, with Monster X for a cell for phone a commercial. Cell phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like But it wasn't just a commercial. They like released a mini right. album. Mm-hmm. So who knows? There's just all kinds of random stuff. But yeah, I do I do miss Well they didn't come up in my research. Oh that collaboration. Yeah. Oh, well. And A Pink and Beast used to do stuff together mm-hmm. like school looks and other things like that, like they put out, like one of my favorite, like A Pink Beast songs called Skinny Baby. I don't know. I think it was a commercial for something, hmm. but I don't remember. Um, yeah, but is these, especially these like boy girl, boy group and girl group, like mixed stages are so funny and they're definitely like a relic of a time, of a K pop time gone by. So, um, definitely recommend like getting on youtube and mm-hmm. just like looking for like old gaio stages or whatever like because they're funny yeah. and embarrassing and that's when all the shit goes down like at award shows like that's when troublemaker did their 
their kisses mm-hmm. on stage and caused all the drama was like award shows. That's yeah. when special stuff happens. Yeah. And, and award show performances are always fun to watch because just like a, like a Western award shows, like they cut to audience reactions. Yeah. And so like you get to see whatever different groups like reacting to the different performances, which is always fun. Yeah. I was just, I was just Googling real quick to see what I could find. Um, like if there's anything else we didn't talk about, but it seems like in 2009, that's the same year. When, when, when do you have written down when the um, Cabby song came out? 2010. Oh, okay. Because in 2009, um, at an end of the year thing, 2 p.m. and Girls' Generation did a love song medley. Mm. And I, there's like a, I remember, like they, the boys picked the girls up and like uh, swung them around. And I remember that like being a big deal. Oh. They touched. Yeah. That's always, which is probably why they don't do this stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. It's because it makes people really cranky. What was that? We just, oh, you and I were just talking about something. Cause I know, um, uh, who is it? The boy with the the NCT that is the dangerous face. Taeyong? Dangerous face. Yeah. That's how I described him when we watched, um, Baby Don't Stop. (laughs) Oh, okay. Not Ten, but the other one. I think his name is. I think his name is Taeyong. Um, but I think, I mean, I know his name is Taylor. Oh, okay. He's one of the ones I know his name. Okay. Because he has a dangerous face. Right. Um, <laughs> he did a performance, uh, it wasn't Gashina. Sorry, Tay. I can try to Google it. Yeah, try to Google it. He did a performance, um, that was a, it was like a duet dance with a girl who I can't remember and, I feel like you and I were talking about it because when you watch Oh, Soggy, Soggy, Soggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one where they they were dancing and it like looks very sexual and they're like doing a partner dance, but then when you watch it from another angle, there's like significant distance between yes. them? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That was yeah, cuz yeah, Cause it, fans like, hate it when idols touch. Yeah, they do. Like she does like, you know, like the turn and his his hand like, you yeah. know, like grazes, like it looks like it would be like grazing her butt or doing the like, you know, sh- tracing her body shape. Mm-hmm. But he's like as far away from touching her as he possibly could. But then the dance ends with their like arms around each other and their faces like very, very close. close. But the video that was super funny was that as the second that they finished this, they hold the pose and they're like close together pose. And the second the lights go down, they get as far away from each other as they possibly can. It's as like quickly they teleport. As they can. Like yeah. just. Boom! Opposite sides of the stage, like not gonna offend we these flames Nobody, at all. nobody get mad at us. Yeah, which is so dumb. Let idols bang. <laughs> That's the running theme of this podcast <laughs> all time. We are pro idols banging. Um, yeah, which is not to say that like those two had any dating rumors. I'm just saying, like, if, like why can't they just do a sakes, dance? They can't together? just they can't dance touch? together. Like, who cares? We let them hump the floor, like. <laughs> Yeah. You can't let them do a partner dance. You're literally having EXO thrust into a mirror for millions of people to see. Yeah. But then I guess the point is that you can pretend you're the mirror. <laughs> yeah. See, look, I found a picture. Look how far away his hand is from her Yes, butt. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we'll have to post that on Instagram so everyone can see. Um, yeah. Well, anything else to say about, like, fun special project collabos? No. No? <laughs> okay. Um, I don't think so. I mean, they're, they're just – I kind of wish they happened more often, I guess. I think it's a fun – it's a fun treat. Yeah, it definitely fans. is. Um, and I'm sure 
that there are plenty of things that we like missed. So if you guys have any favorite like collabos or things that we didn't mention, like send them to us because we mm-hmm. can always come back to this for another episode. Yeah, because we really just mentioned like the the big three, like the you know yeah the collaborations that came from like those big companies. But like we said, award shows are where all the fun stuff happens. So there's like a ton of really great examples from there. So feel free to go explore, yeah. find new treats, and then send them our way. Great. Um, yeah, so that was fun. That was a special project, collabo, side groups, whatever. And uh, we will be right back with our random game. Okay, we're back. And our group this week is a group that we we already brought up one of the members of this group earlier in the episode. Um, but it's 2 a.m. 2 a.m., the softer ballady version of 2 p.m. The brother group to our Beast Boys 2 p.m., but uh, as I Instagrammed on our very early Instagram, um, 2 a.m. also had crazy abs, so... Yes, they did. That was part of both they did, groups, They did I guess. take off their shirts, just not as often. Just not as often. Um, so, 2 a, like we said, 2 a.m., ballady brother group to 2 p.m. Um, they had four members... Joe Kwan, Changmin, Sulong, and Jin Woon. Mm-hmm. And they just sang they just sang beautiful ballads. Yeah, they sang pretty songs. Um it seems like they had like some weird contractual issues. I don't know, they like go back and forth because two PM is JYP. But two AM kind of went back and forth between JYP and Big Hit Entertainment. Like those two different companies. We're not entirely sure why. Um, but many, if not all of the members of two AM left JYP. Yes. They so they debuted in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Um but by two thousand fifteen their JYP contracts ran out, so Sulong and Jinwoon were like didn't renew. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later that year, Changmin also ended his contract. Um, and then Joe Kwan left JYP late 2017, mm-hmm. but he said to like that they had all gotten clauses in their contracts or whatever when they left that like yeah. they're allowed to get back together and be 2 a.m. So if they ever wanted to. So 2 a.m. has not disbanded. Like they have not released music in, in a while, but they technically have not disbanded because they do have some kind of contractual Something, something that will allow them to that keep. allows them to to promote as two AM in the future. So they might continue. Um, but when what was the year of their last album? It looks like the last time they put out a single was in twenty fourteen. Okay, so it's been a little while. So it's been a while. Um, I like know of all of these members from like other television shows, like mm. other than their one like big song, which was called the song. Mm. Um, I just like know all of the members, like two of them went on, we got married. So like, I'm obviously very attached to them for that. Mm -hmm. Um, but like Joe Kwan is amazing. Yeah. He has that, that, uh, video of him dancing in high heels. Yes. He does like high heel dancing and he did this video with Leah Kim, the choreographer we brought up in our choreography episode where they dance to this Rihanna song and it's so good. Yeah. It's really good. Um, He's great. So, um, 2 a.m., uh, the most, their most viewed video, it only has 13 million views, which is kind of low for a K-pop music video. Yeah. Probably just because this was like a ballad group and like how often are you like watching a music video? The music video for ballads are usually not very fun. So. Yeah. 
so I, I get it. Um, but this song is called Never Let You Go. It's eight years old, and it's their most viewed video, so we're going to check that out. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, grainy film footage of leaves, leaves and plants and chairs snow. in the snow. Look at those lonely chairs. Those cold and lonely chairs. That's Jinwoo. I have a feeling this is going to be a stand. Dr- oh, no. I was wrong already. My prediction was that it was just going to be them standing in that hallway and singing dramatically, which I think will be a large part of it. But they're also in the rain and lying on the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> Can't tell the difference between the tears and the rain. Joe Kwan's outfit. What's with the socks? This is the song that I was thinking of. Oh, it is? Yeah, I guess I didn't know that. But this was, this is the 2AM song that I know. Mm. Like, if I think of 2AM, this, this is the Look, song. His sweater is the same texture as the snow. <laughs> oh, plants inside. One of them is sitting in a room where the floor is grass. But they're just doing so much staring into space. I know. Just like dramatic pining in different locations is the theme of this music video. Also flowers. None of these boys are pretty enough to make this interesting for me. Oh, no. Oh, a little choreo. Backup dances. Just really dramatic hands. Yeah. They're not actually, they're not moving their feet at all. They're just doing some handography. But they're singing so hard. I know. They look really sad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Falling to your knees. Don't do that. You'll get bruises. She's not worth it. I could be wrong, but I think the one in glasses is the is Changmin, and he looks much older than the other three. Like by yeah, he a looks lot, way older, and like very buff. The one in the rain looks really buff, too. I think that's so long. I only know Jin Woon and Joe Kwan for sure. He's already in the rain. You should take his sweater <laughs> off. Come on. You know you want to. Spice oh, beating their there. chest. They're so upset. The handography is actually really bothering me <laughs> because they are not moving their feet at all. It is literally just arm choreography. Whoa. <laughs> ah, 2 a.m. This is why I'm not into you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Very good singers, but wow, that's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> that was clearly just like a 
like a, 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 a really dramatic breakup song. Like yeah. there's nothing else to. I mean, never let you go. That's the English title. Yeah. The Korean title we Google translated, and what was it like? Can I not die? Or I cannot I, even die. Is yeah. what Google, but Google Translate is wrong a lot of the time. Yeah, but it probably has something to do with death. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> so sad. I'm gonna stand in the rain and sing in a sweater. <laughs> oh boy. Well, um, do you have a recommendation for our listeners this week? I do. I actually, I kind of, I want to recommend two songs only because they um, were released sort of in in tandem, mm-hmm. um, and they, it is a collaboration in uh, fitting with the theme of today's episode. Uh, one of them was technically an SM Station song; the other one was not. Um, but they both feature Suho from. Uh, XO and a solo artist named Jang Jane, Jang Jane. Um, and the first one is called Do You Have a Moment? And the second one is called Dinner. Um, they're both really beautiful songs. They both have music videos. Um, the first one, Do You Have a Moment, is like sort of a daytimey, like, oh, they're getting coffee and like a little set. Um, and it's sort of like a, like an ask you out on a date kind of song. And then dinner is a little bit slower and a little bit sexier. And the music video like takes place in the same, actually in the same location, like uh, the same set. I didn't realize that those went together. They do. Um, Dinner is like the follow up, I guess. So like after you ask each other out on a date or like, I don't know, I haven't read the lyrics, so I don't know how they like, how it goes, how the story really goes. But based on the music video, like the first one is them like each having coffee and like thinking about asking each other out or like thinking about going on a date. And then dinner is a, is the date. Right. Um, and I like both of those songs. Good recommendation. Um, I'm also going to recommend an SM station to keep things on topic. Um, I let me find out what year this song came out. Um, okay, so this is an SM Station col- collabo from 2016, um, and it was Henry from Super Junior M and So You from Sistar, um, and it's a little duet called Runnin', and it's just like one of my favorite mm-hmm. K-pop duets of all time. It's just like really fun. It like I think I want to say I don't remember if it did get played at my wedding or not. I know it was on the list. I don't list. think it did. It was on the list to possibly get played because it's just like I don't know. It's just a good little. It's not really a dance song, but kind of. I guess so. It's maybe a slow dance. It could be. Yeah, it's not a so- slow song. It's not a no. ballad. It's like a sweet little like you keep running through my head. Yeah, it's just like it's very. It's just nice. Yeah, I like it. So that's my recommendation. Mm-hmm. And I think those three songs will give you a good idea of like the kinds of songs that SM Station puts out because they all have a very similar style. To yeah, them. yeah, yeah. No, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, great. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Um, thanks for listening through my poor sick voice. I promise to be well next time we record. I swear. But no guarantees. But yeah, who knows? Don't jinx yourself. You're right. You're right. Um, well, if you want to send me 
get well wishes. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, our so uh, this is the part where I plug the social media handles. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at AMAKPopPod. All the links for all of our videos. I will definitely be linking like that friggin' cabbie song and all these yeah, weird yeah, things yeah. we talked and about. And all of Wonderbang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those you can find those uh, AMAKPopPod.tumblr.com. And if you want to send us an EMA an email, AMAKPopPod at gmail.com. We haven't decided what we're going to talk about next week, so stay tuned. So stay tuned. It'll probably, it'll be something. You'll like it because you're I mean, listening it will to be this. Something. I don't know. Here we go. Um, all right. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Tonya, you're our inspiration. Bye.